Hi, my name is Thais Gibson, and I'm the owner and founder of the Personal Development School. This is your daily breakthrough video, and in this video, I'm going to give you some really effective tools to not only understand anxiety a heck of a lot better, but also to help reprogram the subconscious patterns that exist that are largely creating those anxious responses and feelings in the first place. So we're going to start by just understanding how anxiety actually works, because once you have context for anxiety, it becomes significantly more easy to manage. And after we go through this, then we're going to go through some really effective initial tools for repatterning. So first and foremost, a lot of us feel emotions and we think that we're just helpless to our emotions. We feel like emotions are these whimsical things, they're coming in and out, and often we feel powerless to them because we don't have the right tools for understanding. So anxiety is literally the buildup of unresolved problems in your subconscious mind. That's what anxiety is signifying. So it's there to help you bring things to the surface level because your brain is designed to complete life experiences. It's, it's designed to finish things, to work them through so that there's resolution. And the reason for this is that your survival-oriented brain isn't designed to store problems because it sees any stored inconveniences as an impediment to survival. So your anxiety is there to let you know, hey, there's these subconsciously stored issues and it's trying to push its way to the surface. Anxiety is essentially trying to help you make subconsciously stored content conscious so that you can come to a space of resolution. Now, the problem is that a lot of us, when we feel anxiety, we have this residue of little problems that is built up throughout the day. And because we haven't brought those things to the conscious level, taken a moment, found a strategy, a solution, identified the need that needs to be met or questioned the story, which I'll get into all of that as we go through this series, um, because we haven't done any of those things, all we feel is the emotion itself and we don't seem to have context for it. And I'm going to give you a little bit of background about why this is so important. So. When we notice problems, like little problems throughout the day, let's say small things, like you're late to work and you have this thought, oh my gosh, what is my boss going to think of me? Or what, is, what are my colleagues going to think of me? Maybe you're falling behind at work in some form on a project or maybe schoolwork if you're in you know, university or going back to school again. Um, you know, or, or, oh my gosh, I'm not spending enough time with my, my kids, my children. I'm not spending enough time with my husband or wife. You know, all these little things, even if they're just passing thoughts, if these thoughts pass by when your mind is basically on autopilot thinking these things, any passing thought that is not brought to the conscious surface, your subconscious mind is instead just basically responding to emotionally as if it's an absolute truth. So maybe you have a passing thought and you're like, ooh, I haven't spent enough time with my kids this week. And that passing thought then makes you think, oh, I, I'm, being a, I'm not being a good mother or a good father. Now, you might know at a conscious level if you actually brought that thought to the light and questioned it that, hey, I actually am showing up really, really well. I can't be perfect and I'll, I'll make some time to spend with my kids extra next week or spend 15 minutes of really quality time. No television, no technology, no anything, just quality time to at least make up for the lack of quantity I'm able to provide at this time. You know, you might have these like, logical conscious um, abilities to work through these problems. But if you don't bring it to the surface first, that passing thought that you think while you're driving to work or while you're on your computer doing something or while you're cooking dinner, you know, that passing thought, your subconscious mind starts to, it just essentially automatically believes as if it's truth. It takes that as a suggestion and literally responds to emotionally as if that's hundred percent real and valid. And so now we run into this problem because we think roughly 60 to 70,000 thoughts per day. And if we have 10, 20, 30, 1,000, 2,000 
thoughts per day that are basically problem oriented without a solution, there's this buildup of emotional residue in your subconscious mind. Your subconscious basically takes us this in as there's all these unresolved problems. This isn't good. This might be a threat. These things could be threatening. And it feels like there's this buildup. And then the anxiety is trying to push that to the surface. And so we have to start sourcing our anxiety and finding context for it. It's an important first step. So what I want you to do is because your design, your brain is designed to solve problems, you know, and sometimes because we have so many thoughts throughout the day, that's 60 to 70,000 thoughts throughout the day, what can happen is even when we want to look for the context, it can often be hard to find. And if you're somebody who's struggled with anxiety for a long time, you might even feel like, I have no idea what the context is. And all that means is that there's just a lot of passing thoughts happening throughout the day that you're not consciously observing, which is normal. It's okay. So a good place to start um, if you don't have the capacity to observe your thoughts and notice when you start to feel emotionally anxious and the buildup that happens. Instead, let's say you just tend to feel the anxiety when it's very strong and it's at this peak point and all of a sudden it's hard to find context because that buildup might have been occurring beneath the surface for minutes, hours, you know, for quite some time. A good first starting point is to write down the seven areas of life. So career, financial, mental, emotional, spiritual, physical, and relationships. And you can break relationships into three categories, friends, um, family, and um, romantic partnerships. Okay. So break that into three categories, go through all these areas and just look at, ask yourself the question, what problems do I feel like linger in these areas that are not currently resolved? Now, the anxious brain might feel like, oh my gosh, this is really scary. I'm not looking forward to doing this, nor do I want to do this. Because the brain also is wired to avoid pain and seek pleasure. So your brain, your natural gut instinct might be to avoid looking at your life and not want to do that introspective work. But I can tell you, the more repressed your unresolved problems are, the more anxiety you're going to feel. There's a direct correlation. So the more you're avoiding these things, the more anxiety is going to get louder and louder to try to bring these things to your attention. Okay. Now, once you've done this, I want you to recognize that even if you just have a strategy, even if you put these things on paper and create a strategy, you don't need an overnight solution. It doesn't have to be, I feel like I'm you know, not getting enough of a chance to see my children and yet I'm working three jobs and I don't know what to do. Um, you, know, you don't have to have this solution where it's like quit my job tomorrow and find another way to pay the bills and get to, you know, you don't have to have these immediate solutions. But if your brain has strategies, it gives your brain a tremendous amount of relief. When your brain has context, so it's source what the lingering problems are in the background, and then has strategies to move towards a solution, right there you're going to feel a huge sense of relief. Most people report to me like 30, 40, sometimes even 50 or 60% relief just from doing that work before there's an actual full, complete answer to their problems. Now, keep in mind, there's lots of ways we can create strategies, and I'm going to go through that in a separate video. But keep in mind, our strategies don't have to solve a problem they can also contribute to a solution. So they can be something like, maybe you want to spend more time with your kids. Let's keep using that example. But you can't. You physically can't. Look outside of the box a little bit. Maybe you can spend, even if you only have 30 minutes 
of time with your children every night, maybe you can set the intention to do things that more deeply bond you in those 30 minutes. Maybe you can do things that um, create a lot more um, intimacy and closeness and vulnerability and expression and sharing with those with your children and be really conscious and intentional about how you're spending that time. And even though you may not get the quality, you know, the sorry, the quantity of time that you want to have, the quality of time is is more important every single step of the way. So you can look outside of the box. The solution won't necessarily be in this linear direct um, you know, opposition to what the problem is. Sometimes you'll have to sort of identify the problems, think about it, strategize a little bit, and create solutions. Once you're doing this and once you're actioning them or executing them, you are going to see a tremendous drop in your anxiety. Now, I want you to get your brain into the habit of actually realizing that this stuff is taking place beneath the surface. So there's some really great initial tools I can give to you. Um, for how to manage your anxiety. We're going to say that those problems that are building up in the emotional residue is, is the biggest chunk of what's creating anxiety. Another part of anxiety is the meaning you give to it. It's the story you tell around it. So for example, it can cause you some anxiety that you're not spending enough time with your kids, but it's going to cause you a lot more anxiety that you then make that mean that you're a bad mother or a bad person or a bad father or, um, you know, your kids are going to grow up and have terrible lives and they're going to be damaged. And, you know, it's the meaning we're giving to things just takes that original um, residue of anxiety and just exacerbates it completely. So we want to source those stories and find out what stories we're telling ourselves around the problem originally and work through those stories. Um, and you can work through those stories through questioning them and looking for, you know, can we even know that this is real and valid and, and really sort of taking yourself out of just buying into those stories and investing in them unconsciously. Um, and we can do some equilibration work and things like that that I'll talk about in another video. But you can also just create a strategy for your story. You know, if I'm afraid that I'm going to be a bad parent, then can I turn around and go, okay, so what's a strategy to be a better parent in every step of the way? Or what's a strategy to um, make sure my children grow up with the most support possible? You know, so, so it, we can look at it from either perspective, but we have to source those two parts. We have to source what the problems are that are building up as a, and creating emotional residue in the subconscious that anxiety is trying to bring to the surface. And we have to also notice what's the story we're telling about that problem that's adding layers of suffering to that original pain point. And can we question that story and make sure that we're not buying into something that doesn't even make any sense? Because, because sometimes we tell ourselves these very big, funny stories about how, you know, um, you might be showing up very, very well as a parent and you're just tearing yourself to shreds in your mind um, for no apparent reason. And that reason is based on um, old wounds and previously stored beliefs you carry around about yourself. But again, we'll talk about that in another video. Um, but these are some initial steps. So it's, it's noticing the problems, noticing the stories, questioning the stories, and creating strategies for both the problems and the perceived stories once you've questioned them. And this is a fantastic place to start for anxiety. Fantastic. So I've created an anxiety worksheet. Um, this is just a very initial worksheet, and there are lots of other ways we can equilibrate anxiety much more quickly. There's lots of deep belief work we can do around anxiety. You know, I'll give you a quick hint as well. Um, anxiety has a lot to do with the beliefs of feeling unsafe or a belief in lack somewhere in your life. So not um, enough time, not enough money, not enough love or affection, not enough security, these sorts of things. Um, but then the safety piece is, is arguably the most important part, feeling that those whatever the not enough is, is leading to some lack of safety in your life. Um, but anyways, 
I have created a um, quick anxiety worksheet to go along with this. You can grab the worksheet off of personaldevelopmentschool.com. So um, www.personaldevelopmentschool.com. We're adding it to our free literature. We're putting, we've got the 60 questions in there, feelings and needs list, this kind of stuff. We're also putting in an anxiety worksheet. And from that worksheet, there's some steps in here that will help you to isolate the problems, identify what emotional residue you're experiencing because of these painful experiences painful um, problems that are building up in, in the subconscious all throughout the day, and then actually create strategies and question some of the stories you're telling yourself. So we have a quick introductory worksheet, um, but it's a really great place to get started. I highly recommend doing this. If you have any anxious tendencies or you're feeling anxiety in a relationship or wherever, wherever it might be, this is a great way of familiarizing yourself and working through some of this stuff. Um, so Thank you so much for watching. I hope you're getting a lot of value out of these videos. And if you are, please like them, share them, subscribe to our channel. And please also notice um, that, please also notice, please <laughs> please feel free um, to sign up for the Personal Development School and all of our courses. Anxiety, we are launching as our next course, um, Reprogramming Your Anxious Brain. Um, so please feel free to sign up there. Our huge launch discount, our 50% um, discount online ends in three days from when this video is posted. So please check that out as well um, and get in there so that you can and you can be a part of the inner community. I'm in there twice a week as well um, answering questions, doing live webinars. So literally you can post in the live chat, do open Q&A, all that kind of stuff. So thank you so much for watching and I'm excited to learn more about you and connect with you. Thanks.